0: Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan.
1: Fishing wannabe in his own mind. Hey, good morning, and thanks to Dave Strandberg for setting things up. Thank you. And to Russ Francisco, who's at 15th Avenue East and London Road. Good morning, Russell.
2: Good morning. How are you?
1: Pretty good. A little chilly around the edges with some (laughs)
2: snow. It hasn't been too bad, though, considering, you know, we're looking at... you know, working outside in a vest, I mean, yeah. as long as you're moving, it's not too bad, you know. Good point.
1: Good point. Um, my son and I were on Island Lake uh, Sunday, I believe. Yeah. And uh, water temp around 40 to 43. Air temperature
2: 33. Yep, and a friend of mine was up there two weeks ago, and he found surface temperatures in the 30s, but it warmed <laughs> up again, right? So, yeah. The uh, and we haven't had a lot of sunshine, so the... Uh, the water is starting to take the temperature of the air, and so that's what's happening. So we're cooling down, but you know what? The warm temperatures coming in the next week or so um, that will slow down ice production. But yeah. it hasn't slowed down people at all. We're this morning we're up at the up at the warehouses and stuff counting pieces just to make sure. We know where we're at as we go into shows and stuff because it's been more brisk than we expected it to be. So for ice fishing anyway, but, you know, I, I was just telling one of the kids that the, our sales in November were pretty decent, but a lot of it was summer, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, it was sort of a surprise. So we're selling a lot of spring stuff yet, uh, but uh, we've got the whole store converted, so we're ready to go, lots of specials and things like that. So we're, we're ready to go for ice shows and things, and you have to do that because tomorrow morning you could change. You never know. It doesn't look like it's going to this week. Nope.
1: It's, uh, actually, uh, when you think about it, you're you're selling the stuff uh, at ridiculous prices, and that's why people are coming in to get them from last spring.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think that's that's. Uh, there's lots of specials out there, and and we're still buying spring stuff. We're, and then, you know, as we get Black Friday stuff in and and stuff for the show, we just we just use those prices right away. We just set them and, and we run with them, so the guys are familiar with them, and people get the deal, and they don't have to worry about waiting and things like that. So this is an interesting year. This is. A, I remember this when I was maybe I was sixteen, seventeen. I actually wore reindeer deer hunting, yep. and uh, and uh, and it was just a nice. Nice year. There wasn't any snow. And by the time we finished deer season, uh, then it started to get a little snow, and then it got really cold. You know, So I think that's probably what's going to happen this year. It looks like it's going to wait off for a while.
1: Um, I've never hunted deer. I've always been so busy in the fall with hockey and football, play-by-play. Marsh and I talked about that. He loved to duck hunt, but he could never get out because there was always a game to broadcast. But remember yeah. uh, that Halloween storm that we had? That that snow stuck around for a very long time and did kill a lot of deer.
2: It did, and it was great for ice fishing, though, because we had we had no ice, right? It came out of nowhere, right. and we had all the snow, yeah. and then it went into below zero. That's the year that uh, all the boats that weren't out of the water froze in, and we had to chisel them out. And they, I think they lost something like 190 boats in Mille Lac, So They had to just drag them up on the beach. Oh. Some were 30 feet because they couldn't get to the marinas because we had six inches of snow literally two days after, six inches of ice literally after yeah. after we uh, we had the uh, the uh, the snow so we had uh, we had a big snow then we had some cold and then we had another foot of snow and then we had cold the rest of the winter it didn't snow and uh, so we had a great ice year people could snowmobile they could do everything it was a good run
1: yeah well hey I got to ask you you said you're you're bringing in new product and getting ready for spring and everything already what is going to be new what's going to be the hot hot items as we get into winter and, and spring.
2: Well, you know, we've got some new tents, and everybody's researching copyright now. So we're, yeah. we're, uh, we've got everybody's coming out with uh, flat doors on the ice for pop ups. Uh, everybody's got side entry doors on their pop up, on their flip overs. Um, everybody's coming out with some form of live scope and things like that. Uh, because the, uh, the season did not develop last year, uh, and you have to remember, 90% of the ice fishing is sold in the northern tier and most of it sold in minnesota so uh, because we lost our ice uh, they had a flat year so they uh they didn't put a lot there's a lot of new stuff i've seen some of the the sketches and stuff but they elected not to come out with it this year and if we have a good winter, we'll see them next year but if we have another flat winter, uh we will see no new, not very much stuff i think uh the big thing now this year has been the eskimo e40 auger it's two years in the planning and this is a this is a scaled down model auger and it's not fair to say that because it's a really good auger but but it doesn't have quite the, the horsepower that the other augers that they make, like the Ions do, and things like that, uh, but or, or Strike master for that matter, but but uh, but it's cheap and it's light, so you can get a steel a steel blade auger uh, for 400 bucks, and and it uh, it weighs 17 pounds, and the composite version is about 100 bucks more, and it weighs 13 pounds. So here's a 40 volt auger that'll run, uh, run it'll, it'll drill 40 holes easy or better, and wow. uh, and you're going to see that. Uh, you know, at that price, at that weight. So that that was sort of surprising. So I think next year we'll probably see some competitive augers to that uh, as long as they've figured out how to make them so light. Batteries are lasting longer, that type of thing. And then we've got all kinds of... uh, you know, lures, new colors I mean, it's a big year for new colors of lures uh, There's a few new rods But nothing that, you know, you'd sell your old rods for To get stuff uh, And then, uh, you know, there's just more of the same There was You know, a lot of that stuff They they couldn't get enough of it the last two years So it really, even though it's not new We now have plenty, so everybody can get it So I think that's been the big concentration
1: Are you finding anglers uh, Putting on these um, Non-monofilament lines
2: So non-stretch or or hybrid lines are very, very popular. There's a couple of advantages to them. You don't have to change them as often, right? And And they don't stretch at all. The disadvantage is that you can't, you know, in, in 20 feet of water, 10 feet of water, fish and panfish, you can't set the hook you just have to raise your wrist otherwise you're going to tear it right out of their face so it's a little tough to get used to it does a lot of it even though they're teflon coated a lot of them hold low water uh people don't like that as much so i would say uh unless you're deep water fishing i would say without exaggerating seven percent of our customers are still using uh, uh monofilament uh but there's a lot of people. We stock a lot of it hybrid line, and and uh, and uh, people that, that crossfish this time of year. Maybe uh, uh, we're fishing Island Lake today, uh, and in a, a month or so we'll be fishing it through the ice. Uh, they'll run hybrid because they're back and forth and back and forth. But they've learned not to not to raise their arm heavily and uh, and set the hook. It just got to you know just the hook set is really just a wrist action.
1: You just gave me a lesson. Because uh, you can last... tear
2: the face off a fish real easy with this line.
1: Yes, uh, and I did that last uh, Sunday. Had a nice bite, gave it line, gave it line, and then I uh, brought it home as my dad used to say, "Bring him home." And uh, he came up not there, so I pulled it right out.
2: Yeah, yeah really. When you're giving a fish a line like that, all you got to do is close the bale, let him put pressure on it, and just and just pull it back toward the boat a little bit. He's hooked. He's done. Okay. Well, that well, line is throw.
1: Yeah, hope I get a chance this weekend to do that. Sounds like we finally got that warm weather I talked about a while ago.
2: We're going to warm up, so people are going to get out on the, on the water again. So a couple of pieces of advice. Winterize your fuel, right? Stabilize it. Uh, get all that stuff ready. Uh, definitely uh, change your lower unit lube before you go. Uh, so when you come back, it might be the last time. You don't want to have to do it in, you know, below zero. Uh, so get that all done. Get your winterization done, and then go out and fish. And every time you come home, you'll be ready to just put it away.
1: I thought of that, and then I thought, well, wait a minute. Um, what if there is a leak, and I don't know it, and I've got uh, a lower unit in the garage at 25 zero that had a couple of drops of water in there? In
2: well, low. okay, so, so if you change your lower unit lube now, you'll know that. And if it's got milk in it, you'll know not to do it, I just said. But if it's, if it's nice and, and oil-colored, you can do it.
1: That's why you're the best.
2: I don't know if I'm the best, but I've been around a long time. I'm old.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, i got a hunch you're not as old as I am. All right, so Uh, so good deals before we scoot away.
2: Okay, so all the clothing, uh, boots, hats, gloves, and mitts. We've talked about this. This is what we're going to do at the A-Show the second weekend of December. Uh, All the the floating suits and everything are all... uh, um, 20% Twenty percent off. We've got a whole bunch of things we bought for Black Friday. We've got live scopes. Uh, this is last year's model. It's the LVS thirty-two um, model transducer. Uh, these were twenty-two uh, hundred bucks in their day. The sale price was seventeen hundred. We're selling them for nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. So it's not a 34-ducer, So it's not quite as crisp a picture. But if you want live scope and really can't afford to spend twenty-two hundred to, to three thousand bucks. Uh, and you, you've got a screen uh, here. You can get into it for 900 bucks. And if you need a screen, we've got the 9-inch screens that come with them that are normally 1199 for six ninety-nine. dollars uh, And so it's, uh, uh, we're hustling trying to get all those specials in. We've got rods and reel combos both summer and winter on sale. We've got uh, oh, what else came in yesterday. Uh, oh, some some other electronics from Humminbird We've got all those on special at 10% off You know, it's, it's a very busy year uh, Considering the weather can't make up its mind And Freddie's been ordering boots every week Because uh, people are buying so much in boots So I called the manufacturers yesterday And they said inventory levels are good uh, Not great, but they're good But uh, people didn't order enough up front None of us did because you didn't know what the economy was going to be like And so uh, they're going to run out of boots So they said, you know, by Christmas people better have their boots Because they'll start to skimp out on sizes and stuff
1: I'm working on it. Russ, thank you.
2: Okay, see you, Bye.
1: Russ Francisco at Marine General. Well, let's just take a break. We'll be back with more and Pat Kukel in just a
3: minute. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Hmm. I
4: think I've heard this mm. Well, shake it up, baby, now.
0: Shake it up, baby. Twist
4: and shout.
1: Twist and shout. I remember in high school, first time hearing the Beatles. Yeah. Didn't mind him a bit. I don't mind Pat Kukul either, not. Oh, good. Me. Good morning, Pat Kukul.
4: Good morning to you.
1: Beatles I'm fan, glad.
4: are you? Hmm? Beatles what? fan? Of course, I'm old. See. Although the Rolling Stones are my favorite.
1: Uh, they came out at the same time, about a week apart, I think.
4: Oh, I, Yeah, I really like the Rolling
1: Stones. Ed Sullivan wouldn't put the Rolling Stones on because he thought they were too draggly.
4: Well, they are draggly. That's what I like most about them. Okay.
1: <laughs> Actually, hey, I, I saw the Rolling Stones live there. Did I twice. You did? Yes. Yeah, I well, did. Well, mine was by accident. We had gone out to a place. <laughs> we had gone out to a place to watch. I don't know who it was. Some country guy. Oh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, they were the lead-in group. Really? Yeah, the Rolling Stones. We thought, oh, look at the hair on those guys. They're <laughs> They're, they never do anything.
4: Put a cowboy hat on them and you'll like them. Uh, exactly.
1: <laughs> well, let's see now. We are in the midst of lots of hunting seasons, Pat.
4: We are in the midst of lots of hunting seasons. And I'm going to forecast there will be warm weather for Wisconsin because I over-ordered on hand and foot warmers.
1: All right, we're holding so. you to that.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, it is going to be warm. Yeah, I've you know we're it, this is so much fun. this You know this time of year. It gets yeah. a little hectic and people yeah. have to, but it's still a ton of fun. And uh, I think. Uh, he, I think I haven't heard much on the deer population in Wisconsin, but unfortunately I think there's more over here than it is in northern Minnesota. It's just too bad. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it really, really is. I feel so bad for these guys that have been going to these spots for years, and, you know, there just isn't the deer herd there.
1: Have you but ever looked at numbers Minnesota take compared to Wisconsin take?
4: Yeah, and of course, what they do—it's really hard to know because they go by the whole state. Yeah, you know, and that's not really fair. I mean, not fair. It's not accurate. We're, we're kind of comparing comparing northern to northern, you know. And I, it's probably out there somewhere, but um, I, you know, I haven't done it because it's, it's, it's all different. You know, it's it's the northern Minnesota. I would say to northern Wisconsin. I think I can safely say, yeah, we probably have more deer. But I don't know. They said down south they're they're doing pretty good. I don't know, and Do- down south in Wisconsin is still is pretty good. Of course, till you hit
1: Madison, and then nothing's good there. Nothing is good in Madison.
4: Did I say that out loud? Hmm, yeah.
1: <laughs> Dave is recording this.
4: He'll <laughs> be for, coming for me. Fifty dollars
1: for fifty dollars <laughs> will erase that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Well, anyhow, I still prescribe to the theory that northern Minnesota, northern Wisconsin, northern Michigan should be one state. <laughs> oh.
1: You know, you look at Michigan and you say, what are they doing with that thing hanging up there above us? Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. They don't need it. We'll take it. <laughs> and I lived
1: up there. Nobody could give me a real explanation.
4: Why? <laughs> Why?
1: Well, anyway, um, are we uh, getting short of something? Something we better supply?
4: We're not getting the things that we don't have. We haven't had for a while, you know. uh, Like 35 Remington being a problem. Uh, Some of the Winchester Magnums are a problem. Uh, Other than, you know, some a couple, but we've been short of them uh, for a while. And our our we're doing pretty well. We have noticed a a real big increase. I probably said this before on the copper ammo. Yep. And uh, we have a lot of that, and that's good. In fact, that's been shipped in first before anything, so you can kind of see the writing on the wall there. I think. I... And uh, yeah, and we've got, yeah. And of course, we got a lot of trap loads. To switch the subject, that I could have would have really needed about four months ago. Oh, yeah. But so, <laughs> if you. Thinking of shooting winter league, you know we, we we're doing really well in those in both twelve and twenty, and I got a lot of fun clothes in for Christmas, fun sweatshirts and some warm fuzzy things, and along with the orange that we have. So we're just I don't I shouldn't it's not Thanksgiving yet, and you're right, but I'm in retail, so what are you going to do? Plan ahead, plan ahead, <laughs> plan ahead, plan ahead, yeah, and uh, so yeah, we're we're uh, we're pretty good. We uh, can't yet. Some of the optics that we would like, and by that I mean specifically some of the loophole optics, and we're kind of searching around for the standard three to nine you know, a loopholes huge seller as they should be, we do a lot with vortex too, so but right on you know, we're doing pretty good on things
1: I've heard okay. of the others, but not vortex Vortex has been
4: around for a while. Okay. their company is based in Wisconsin, although Uh their manufacturing is overseas, they have a wonderful, as does loophole. but they have an outstanding uh, they back up their scopes 100%. You can run over that with a truck and they'll give you a
1: scope. I probably would, yes.
4: (laughs) And, you know, as a dealer, it's nice to have I've always said that life is tough enough. When you have a manufacturer's support behind you, mm-hmm. it means everything to us and to the customer. It makes life easier, so that's real important when I look at product two, Rather than have, being told, well, you know, it's thirty, it's thirty days or thirty steps, and then the warranty is over. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I bought a car that way.
4: Yeah, yeah, uh, we all have, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
1: What are your hours over there on Ogden and Superior?
4: We are open <laughs> 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and 9 to 5 on Saturday. So come and chat with us, or we will help you out. You're fun.
1: I love talking to you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you okay. very much. Pat, okay, bye-bye. Pat Kukel, Superior Shooter Supply. Yeah, the deer seasons are definitely a go. Um, I've never deer hunted. Uh, neither, neither have I. Um, I've sat in deer stands. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: that's all the fun from it, anyway. Well, I,
1: I, there, and it was not deer season; it was grouse season. Yeah. I was—I I don't know. There were bugs on the ground, and they were crawling up there. And I thought, I'm out of this. <laughs> so there was a stand nearby, so I yeah. scurried up there. It's a good view. You could see—I yeah. could—I could actually see grouse, <clears throat> a covey of grouse, messing around. And nice. I learned a lot about their their activities. So hey. Be careful when you do it, even if it's not yours.
0: You don't have to hunt deer. You just have to go to the hunting camp. That's exactly. The, yeah. As long as you're in the camp, you're getting the same experience. The youpers <laughs> summed
1: that up, didn't oh, they? Oh, that's right. In yes. their songs.
0: It is the second week of deer camp. It is. All right.
1: And it's also uh, Edmund Fitzgerald Day.
0: That's right, yep. 1975 on this date.
1: Do you remember what you were doing when you first heard about the Edmund? Uh I do
0: not. I'm sure I was on the radio, but.
1: I was in Grand Rapids, yeah. and we were sitting there watching Denny Anderson do the news. Uh, okay, yeah. after ten at night, and right it, or Denny broke in. That's what it was. Denny mm. broke in with the story. We could only get one channel.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: So it was ten or fifteen. Wow. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, we'll talk to Johnny Charles from shortly.
3: You're listening to the Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
1: Johnny?
0: We're... Yes, indeed. Memphis, Tennessee song. We'll
1: be driving through Memphis. We're going to New Orleans are to you get really? on a cruise ship wow, nice. winter. And, uh, we'll stop there and say hello. <laughs>
0: okay, good. Stop by and see Elvis's place.
1: You know, I got a story about that, but that'll okay. have to wait until okay. <laughs> another time, Dave. <clears throat> Johnny Charlstrom, first off, you are a busy boy. Every time I've driven past your store... <clears throat> on Rice Lake Road, you're in the garage, just cutting up. Yeah, that's
5: that's all you can do for the uh, first week of deer season. Uh, you just gotta gotta keep cutting so the stack doesn't get any bigger than uh, what you can handle.
1: Wow, you're a busy boy. How many knives do you uh, use on these episodes?
5: Um. I got I got th- three knives I use all day long. Yeah. One little short short stubby thing for skinning and then I got a, a boning knife and then a, a great big knife for uh, staking.
1: And how often are you sharpening?
5: about every five minutes. Yeah,
1: I'll bet. Yeah. Good for you. <clears throat> I admire you doing that. Hey, if somebody gets a deer in Wisconsin, can they bring it over to you?
5: Kind of. Uh-huh. You can bring you can bring them over uh the same way from Wisconsin as if you went on a West hunt. And any animals coming into the state uh can't be intact. You could bring in quartered animals, uh boned out meat, um, but you can't have the 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 whole carcass with the with the with the backbone.
1: Uh, well, that kind of throws out that idea, then, doesn't it?
5: Well, if you if you can skin and quarter them over there, you can bring them in a cooler. But uh, yeah, I used to have a lot of uh, of our local people that yeah. would go to their their families in Wisconsin and go have hunts and bring back deer right. here. Not that used to not be a, a problem, but uh, the the state in an effort to. Stay on top of this CWD stuff. Uh, uh has they they went to to minimize risk. They, they they don't want any animals brought in whole from anywhere other than Minnesota.
1: So CWD was the COVID for the deer population.
5: Yeah, but that's it's it's been uh bouncing back and forth and we've been dealing with the, the C W D stuff for years. Probably about 12 years now yeah. I think. Yeah.
1: I don't re- even remember what CWD stands for now. Chronic wasting disease. That's I should know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: And uh and that's it uh it it is it is fatal for uh deer and animals in the deer family. Uh, I don't think most don't get it, but uh deer elk mule deer I, I believe are all yeah. susceptible to it
1: moose have their own little problems.
5: Yeah, moose moose have a whole different brainworm thing that uh, yeah. that the deer that the deer don't have to deal with, so it yeah. it's, each animal has its own uh, little
1: villain. Yeah. Like we have covid. But anyway, uh back to uh fishing, we got maybe another week left, Johnny.
5: Yeah, I and I uh a couple weeks ago when we started getting the, the the ponds and the puddles in the parking lot freezing up, <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah. here, here we go. We're going to be ice fishing by Thanksgiving, and, and then uh, the latest forecast, sounds like we're going to be seeing upper 40s again uh, by, like, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah. it's going to be a very beautiful, mild weekend to get out there and, and uh, at, for the deer hunters, and for the people that want to go just one more time in the boat, there's going, uh, going to be the time to do it.
1: We thought last Sunday would would wrap it up, but uh, it's like we're going to give it a try this weekend in warmer temperatures. Um, yeah. We had something interesting happening. This is really trite. But uh, when we got off the lake in the parking lot at Abbott Road, the time was 333 and the outside temperature <laughs> was 33. And that's what read across oh. our little radio. Isn't that cute? 333. Three, three. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. Right, we got to thinking, what would be the highest number we could get? Yeah. 555? <laughs> yeah. Okay, tell us about fishing. What have you heard up, up your way? Uh, the,
5: last I heard, there was stuff uh, pulling some walleye's off the boulder. And they're still pulling some crappies off fish lake. So, uh, yeah, as as the people are still kind of sneaking out on open water, um, fish are still there. Fish are still biting.
1: Good. And, of course, the archery is still going, too.
5: Archery is going, uh, going pretty big. I'm, I've been surprised that uh, with the rifle going on that there would be anyone back in archery, but... Uh, Busy this last few few days. A lot of people coming in and, and checking out crossbows again and uh and demoing bows. And so yeah, if you wanna come and check it out and try it out and if you fall in love with it we'll sell it to you and send you home.
1: Always good talking to you, Johnny. Keep a tight
6: line. We'll see you around the corner. We've got to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Tim Lesmeister, and this is from the Pages of the Outdoor News. Sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. A friend of mine called me up right after the pheasant opener, and he said, I'm missing a lot of birds. I can't figure out why. I'm going through a lot of shells, and I'm not hitting anything. I said, I know what your problem is, and I'll tell you. And I'll tell you, but first. Attention value hunters, save on new Black Friday Now deals this week at Fleet Farm. Enjoy 20% off select sizes of our chocolate candies. Get a Food Saver vacuum sealing system for just 69 99 Stay warm and cozy with Mega Warmer 10 packs, two for $10. And stock up on softwood fuel pellets, two bags for only $11. Save big on everything you need for everyday life at Fleet Farm. So, my buddy's having a hard time hitting pheasants. I can tell you exactly what's going on because I see this so often when somebody gets out in the field and they haven't shot any birds for a while. What they tend to do is pull their cheek off the stock. Now, this buddy of mine said he was hitting a lot of birds when he was practicing with clay pigeons prior to getting out to hunt, and he was shooting well and he was breaking a lot of those clay birds. But when you get out into the field, it's a whole different game. Now all of a sudden, these pheasants are flushing. You're bringing up your gun, and all of a sudden, you feel compelled to look a little bit over the barrel to see that bird. And as soon as you do that, you're going to raise the barrel up. It's going to slow down your swing, and you're going to miss because you're shooting over the top of that target. And often way behind it as well. So what you have to do is make sure you maintain that swing and keep that lead on that bird and keep that cheek planted real tightly to the stock. If you do that, you're going to hit a lot more birds. I guarantee it. This is from the pages of the Outdoor News.
3: The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. (laughs) Very good.
1: I can get way up there. I can't get way down Little darling, it's, $5. Uh, it's the uh, Diamonds.
0: 1957.
1: 1957. Oof. I don't back. even remember. <laughs> okay, Dave Miller doesn't remember 1957 not, no. either.
3: I don't remember what. <laughs>
1: 1957. Oh uh, well, I, I
3: barely remember it. <laughs> Uh, but I I was around then. That was the year and, the
0: Braves won the World Series, so I remember it well.
3: Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I was I was a little shaver at that point ah, in time and awesome. and uh now I now I have a new earwort for the weekend. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: Ay 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 ay.
1: Oh, cut oh. him off. He's been drinking that coffee again. <laughs>
3: Good morning
1: everybody. Howdy. Uh I got to tell him this is uh, Dave Miller from Northwest Outlet. We have no knowledge of his existence. <laughs> Deny everything.
3: Oh man, you know it's like right now we should be selling parkas with a SPF factor with the darn forecast that we're looking at. But <laughs> but you know it's going to get cold, and and you know folks, I've been saying it for weeks now. But with Minnesota deer season starting, you gotta if you live in a rural area, you just gotta wear some orange if you're going out to the mailbox or walking the dog or whatever. As, uh this is getting into the busy time of the year, but boy, between Wisconsin and Minnesota deer season, there's all kinds of uh kinds of things going on, isn't there?
1: yeah, it's a busy place out there. it's not as quiet as you would think it should be, but yeah, just be cautious, can, oh, yep, just let it relax for a couple of weeks and then you could get back in there,
3: yeah <laughs> oh yeah, well and and cautious is is the name of the game and 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 being safe out there, and you know we've talked about it before, but having a good having two compasses and and having waterproof matches and emergency blanket and stuff you you never really totally know i mean everybody that gets lost didn't plan on getting lost. it just happened and uh and and there's there's comfort factors that kind of come into play, and you know like people that are heading out to deer stands um being able to 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 take off the outer layers and stuff so that they're not getting all hot and sweated up before they get to their stand. Um, you know, like of course for us, we're selling a lot of long underwear and, 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 you know, it runs all the way from cotton polyester to hundred percent merino wool and hundred percent polyester, but making sure that you've got long underwear that'll take that moisture from close to your body and move it away. Um, and this doesn't apply just to deer hunters either. Of course, it hits snow shovelers and mm-hmm. cross-country skiers and and uh, and all of that kind of stuff. But but we're uh, we're we're into that season of of getting people set up for kind of the mix of weather and and of course part of getting set up is being ready for the cold weather when it gets here too because it is coming.
1: It is. It's not going to be this week. Apparently. By the way, you remember when your mom used to dress you in a. Snowsuit? <laughs> yeah,
3: I well, <laughs> I I I remember. Yeah, the, you know, I remember when I was a little kid going out to a tailor out in Halloween and, and getting a little wool wool pants and a wool jacket made for me one year. And I was a pretty little kid back then. I remember having the claddies; those were kind oh. of like cotton cotton one piece things. And yeah. and. Being a little kid, I could never get those things off fast enough to go to the bathroom when I came running in the house, either. <laughs> I
1: I think I understand exactly,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then, then you know, we were in that era of, of one-piece snowmobile suits, yep. and, and, and and one year deer season, I, I wore a one-piece suit, and, you know, being young and whatever, guess who gets to go driving through the woods, and you could not get rid of enough heat with that one-piece suit on, so kind of switched me over to 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 to, you know pants and pants and a a coat of some sort but um and you know now now you know like even with a snowmobile and that's there's some one piece stuff that you hear about but boy for us it's all the bibs and the and the the coats for folks that are going out especially snowmobiling where you want that extra warmth but but uh yeah we're 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 looking really good at the store right now with um, with all the winter boots um you know whether they're kind of the leather hunting boots or the better insulated boots the the socks the long underwear and and then ladies, if you're listening when that guy goes hunting um it's it's we're a good place to come and get even to you know if you know what I mean <laughs> with all all of those great colors of of ladies parkas and jackets and coats and 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 pants and, and our our kids selection is still looking great so we're, uh, we're we're the place to come and get warm or you know to get gear to stay warm for the winter time for sure but then all kinds of other stuff too
1: yeah get your cuddle duds at northwest solid <laughs> and superior what are your hours there dave
3: yeah, no cuddle duds, but we got something close, I'm sure. We we are open, let's see, Monday through Friday from nine until seven. We're open till seven till Christmas here now. Um Saturday, nine to five thirty. Sunday we're closed. We gotta get out and test that gear. Um there's a slight chance of ticks for those that are out in the woods yet, but uh it's also good, you know, there's this is a time of the year that I like to do hiking and stuff if I'm doing it with the kids, especially in the city limits area and there's lots of good trails to, to explore there. where you are out of the hunt. But everybody, get outside, be fun, be safe, and have a great weekend. Thanks. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
1: Looking for a high today.
3: High
0: today will be in upper. the mid-30s. Mid to upper. Mid to upper, okay. Tomorrow, yeah. upper 30s. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, upper wow. 40s. Yes. Tomorrow. Monday 50s.
1: Matt, possible.
0: King. Yeah, upper 40s actually on Monday, but uh let's see. Mid 50s by Tuesday.
1: Matt, why do they have that on a
7: Monday? <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> 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 That's uh yeah, just toys with you, right? Uh, you yeah, have a weekend, and but you know what? Uh, <laughs> upper thirties for this time of the year, and upper forties on the weekend. I'll tell you what—we uh, got to be thankful for that. That's pretty good weather.
1: My son uh, Jeff and I were fishing on Island Lake, and we had thirty-three degrees.
7: Yeah, that's that's it's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was the water temp?
1: Forty, forty-three.
7: Okay. Yeah, that's still uh, for this time of the year. That's pretty good water temp.
1: And, and our secret lake there, our little uh, trout pond, is it's been, it's had ice, it's lost ice, it had ice, and now we're ice free again.
7: Sure, and it doesn't look like you're going to get ice for the next at least four, five, six days.
1: And it's too bad because that one sheet ice we had was hockey uh, plain ice,
7: nice and uh, clear. Huh? Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. We've been having some pretty, uh, seasonably warm temps here after we had some, you know, a little bit of snow even up north there mm. and we got flurries right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's been pretty seasonable temps. Yep.
1: Um, do you find the weather stimulates people one way or the other?
7: Yes. Yeah. Uh, we definitely, sales are very dependent on the weather. We, we can see when we get rain and stuff like that, um, it, it really slows our sales down. Yeah. Um, you know, and this time of the year uh we're kinda we're kinda in that transition, right? There's not a lot of guys going out fishing right now. Oh
3: it's
7: deer season. Um, yep. Yeah, deer season's on and and so there's there's quite a few guys doing that. We got uh, the leader of our buck contest right now is two hundred and ten pounds. That's uh nice really nice deer. Uh so we've we've registered uh for the buck contest about 15 deer so far. Um you know, nice uh it's pretty good. Uh so that's been good and guys are, you know, I think what I'm hearing uh some areas a little bit more surprised than others um that there is a few more deer than they thought there was going to be. I'm not saying it's like excellent, but uh there's a few more deer around.
1: Not running around like sparrows, I suppose. The grouse, by the way, speaking of birds, still out there.
7: Lots of them, I'll tell you. Uh, We were, uh, my son and I were out uh, on the opener there rifle hunting, and I'll tell you, I I told him, I said, boy, after deer season here, I think we got to take the dogs and come back in here and uh, (laughs) shoot some grouse because I think we saw about 20 that uh, just in that probably four hours that afternoon there on the opener. Wow. Yeah, they were all they were all over the place, uh, and you know if if you can get the right temps here after deer season, this would be good uh, good grouse hunting yet uh, yet to come.
1: What kind of um, vegetation are you looking for if you're hunting grouse?
7: So, if you don't have the snow on the ground here, right, and and the grass is still green it in is. areas, um, you know you can just hunt normal like you're doing. Like we were finding them a lot around the edges of cuttings. Um, But once you get a little snow on the ground, these these grouse will start going up into the birch trees and stuff for the buds, and uh, especially in the evening, uh, you can go walk trails or uh, drive around and spot some and try to sneak underneath them and, and, uh, you know, get some grouse that way. Uh, Sometimes there's quite a few in one tree you know, if you find a cubby. And um, what we're seeing, I'm still on the ground. Uh, You know, they're pecking clover yet and and, uh, getting gravel off the roads yet. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, it was uh, around the cuttings, uh, pine trees, uh, lots of pines this time of the year, the little uh, smaller balsams and stuff you find a lot of birds in. Um, And so, yeah. I I,
1: uh, noticed we had uh, two, or still do have two, um, high bush cranberry trees.
7: Oh they love them. Oh
1: do they love them. It's like uh bird seed to a, a canary. <laughs>
7: yes. They they love them things. Uh if you know spots where you can go around those areas, boy you'll you'll get some birds for sure. Uh there's that's uh it's been a fun year, uh, listening to all the people coming in and, uh, they've been really having fun with their, their dogs or if they don't have dogs, just walking for a grouse because they've been, it's been such a good year for that. Um, you know, and, and that's, that's a lot of fun, you know, and you get out and get some exercise and if you have a dog, it's fun to watch the dogs mm. and, uh, you know, and so that's, that's a lot of fun and, uh. So that's kind of what's going on now. It's mostly hunting, and, uh, you know, we got another week here, a little over a week left of uh, rifle season, and uh, there's still a lot of bow hunting going on. I mean, the rut is pretty heavy right now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're seeing a lot of uh, deer uh, bucks moving and whatnot, and uh, and everybody says... uh, you know they're they're chasing does and they're they're moving and and it's not just at night they're moving during the day so um that's that's good for uh, the guys to get some deer so uh, and then eventually here we'll get these lakes froze up and hopefully uh hopefully no snow <laughs> till we build up a nice layer of ice
1: exactly it wrecks the hockey when you icy snow
7: yeah it's we nice. we need some good ice and uh We'll get uh, get a good season of ice fishing this year. Hopefully, that would be great.
1: Let's do it. Hey, some good deals at Fish Corner.
7: Yeah, right now we got a whole bunch. Of, you know, all the blaze orange and camo and everything's on sale. But. Um, going uh next week too we're gonna put uh some more stuff on sale so uh you know watch our facebook and uh or call the store and you know it's uh we're gonna we're gonna have some really good deals here uh coming up uh you know towards uh black friday and stuff for uh oh. you know uh some it, it's, it's hard to think about but people are looking for christmas shopping already so oh, yeah. um you know and we're gonna put some really good deals out there and we already got some deals uh Thirty percent off right now on hunting uh, blinds and stands and boots and camo and and uh, we've got uh, all the blaze oranges on sale too um, and so sweatshirts we got all kinds of stuff on sale right now a lot of tags on uh, guns right now uh, marked down um, up to even like two hundred dollars off um, on mm. some special guns um, so come on in and check it out, and like I said, watch for us. We'll be putting uh, yep. some pretty big sales to come here for the Christmas season.
1: boy. Matt King, Fisherman's Corner. Thank you, sir. Have a good weekend. They're right up by Pike Lake. Uh, crossing the Dairy Queen up there. I'm going to tell you about my dog that doesn't hunt. <laughs> That'll wait till next <laughs> Oh, because right. she won't be hunting next
0: year. Okay, very good. Nice dog. You take the dog fishing with you? All the time. Okay. Yeah.
1: She's afraid of... Uh, the noise of a gun. <laughs> okay. She loves it when we go, oh, I got a good one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks,
0: dude. Catch you next week. Stick around. News is next in the Bruce Sisky Show on KDAO.